All right, hey, this is Chris Perry. I am the uh, WCHL commissioner, and this is the WCHL podcast. We don't have any games, so we're, we've got no games to talk about. We, we had some games to talk about, but we're not going to talk about them. Illinois State, Missouri State. Um, I think they split, or Missouri State won both of them, something like that. I don't know. So, uh, but hey, we've got our buddy Andrew Majorkirth here. Andrew, say hello to all the masses. Yo, yo. And we have our special guest. Since there's no games to talk about, we're going to try to get some coaches and players on. We're sitting here with University of Oklahoma head coach Josh Berge. Josh, thanks for doing this. Glad to be here. We had to uh, bribe Josh with a, with a number 11 from Jimmy John's. Um, but uh, we did it, and so we twisted his arm. Uh, he's a reluctant witness. So uh, I, we won't say he's hostile, not yet, but... We're just, we're just sorry that you guys have to sit here and listen to this today. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Should be interesting. Josh, um, tell us about Josh Berge. Let's, I, I know about Josh Berge growing up here a little bit in Oklahoma. Obviously, Andrew knows about that, but the people out there don't. So give us a little bit of the history of Josh Berge. Well, I grew up here in Oklahoma, played hockey, youth hockey here. Uh, moved away when I was 15 or 16, moved to Dallas, played AAA, and then went to play in the USHL for four years. Was it Lincoln? That was Tri-City and Lincoln. Tri-City. Both teams. Got okay. tra- might have got traded. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. And then I uh, had a full ride scholarship to Minnesota State. Had too many concussions and I'm not going. Then got into coaching right after my junior career. Coached with Lincoln for like a year and a half as an assistant coach. And then moved to California for the past, I think, five seasons. I was coaching out there in the Western States Hockey League. Actually coached against Eric Ballard for a little bit, Jeremy Law for a little bit. Yeah. And now we're all reu- reunited here. In the Western <laughs> in the Collegiate Western League. League. The Western Collegiate Hockey League. you got to yeah. love it. Yeah. So t- talk, talk a little bit about um, moving away. How You moved away from Oklahoma from home at 15, and you moved down to Dallas? Moved down to Dallas. What was that like? Uh, it was a good experience. Got away from Oklahoma. I mean, the hockey, we kind of outgrew the hockey here. Played AAA, first year of AAA. Went with uh, one of my good friends, Matt Donovan. His dad's actually the GM of our team. Uh, went there, lived by our, with some billet families. Had a, had a blast. Kind of grew up there. Did you, were you playing games mostly in the, in the Dallas area? Or did, that was more of a travel team, right? That was a travel team. We played against the Colorados. We played. I think Ballard was actually coaching a Triple A team, <laughs> so we I played against him. I've known Ballard for a little bit here. Okay. So uh, we it was nationals. We went to the national tournament. I think we finished third that year. Uh, yeah, we played everybody around the United States and Canada. So wow, the top ten team in the nation. All right. So that had to be a a new experience for a fifteen year old. Bad. Like I said, you, we had to grow up pretty fast. Yeah. Uh, experienced life a little bit. Grew up that way. How Grew up around the hockey world. Maybe too fast? A little too fast, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then after that, you got drafted and you went to Tri-City. It, Tri-City is, was that Bliss Littler? Was he the coach there? Yeah, my first year was Bliss Littler. I went through, I think, five head coaches in four years, or six head coaches in four years in juniors. So. And Tri-City plays in Kearney, Nebraska, right? Kearney, Nebraska. It's about an hour west of Lincoln. What is current? What is life like in Kearney, Nebraska, I, I, in hockey season? <laughs> I actually enjoyed it. The town's about thirty thousand people. When college is in session, uh, we used to get good crowds. It's like the only thing to do in town besides high school football. But uh, I enjoyed it. Like I said, I got experience life there as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I had a good time. I ended up getting traded after my second year there. 
and then went to Lincoln, and that's where uh, that's where I kind of grew up as well. I played Jimmy McGrody is my coach there. He's kind of my mentor. He got me into coaching, and then on from there. Jimmy McGrody, that's a blast from the go. past. Yeah. He played roller hockey in he Oklahoma did. City he for the Coyotes. Yeah. Wow, I believe my dad was the coach of that team for a, a season. Really? Yeah. There you go. Small world. Did Did Coach McGrody ever bring that up to you? Oh, no, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, if you've ever met my dad, he's, a, <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Yeah, he's one hard, you can't forget. Hard to forget. And so after uh, after Lincoln, how long were you in Lincoln? I was there. I played two seasons there, but I think I only played about 20 games. I was injured quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, and that was from the concussions? Concussions and a knee injury one one season. Uh, but then I lived there for another three years after that. I helped coach with scout for, scouting for a little bit. I was an assistant coach under Chad Johnson. Jimmy McGordy was the, uh, the other assistant coach. So I had a, quite a few coaches in my junior career. And then you left Lincoln and you, you decided to go west. Well, last, right? I want to try something different. I wanted to get head coaching experience. I was planning on being out there for about two years and ended up being five years. Uh, California's a beautiful town, beautiful state, right by the beach there. You can go skiing, you can do anything. So when, when I, I, I know nothing about, you coach the Valencia Flyers, I know nothing about California except where Los Angeles is and where San Francisco is. You wouldn't know where San Francisco is. <laughs> <laughs> Do, are, when I envision the Valencia Flyers, I'm thinking like the rink is right on the beach. Uh, we were about 30 miles north of LA. Okay. So we were about 40 minutes from the beach and literally 40 minutes from the mountains. So we're right right in between. Okay. So you could go snow skiing one day and be at the beach the next. Really? It was a pretty cool experience. Wow. Did you get a? What, did Valencia were they a? Uh, were they a good team when you got there, or did you have to, re, you know, did you have to bring them back from the depths of terribleness? That that first season, I think I brought. When I got there, they had one returner, so mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to recruit twenty five new guys, and we had a young team, but it, we got better throughout the season. I think we finished about ten games over five hundred, <laughs> and then just kind of built from there. Every year, we kind of got better up until that last season I was there. Kind okay. of had, had an off year. <laughs> and decided you had enough. Yeah, and then I moved back here. I was actually taking a year off from coaching, and then this kind of just fell in my lap. Let's 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 talk about that because you you didn't come back to Oklahoma for this. You came back for other reasons. Yes, just to take a break and kind of regroup and get away from coaching, get away from hockey. But then this has been a kind of a blessing. It's a lot of easier. Got working with good people, even guys like Andrew here. He's huh. like. Pain in my side, but <laughs> said he's going to help out a lot this season. But really, I haven't seen him too much. <laughs> uh, that's kind of you know Sele- selective here. Selective <laughs> in my help. Overpromise, underdeliver. Yeah, typical Andrew. <laughs> well, one of the things I, I noticed since you've come back, and this is just because I, I, I don't know if I'm stalking you or if you're stalking me or what. On Facebook, <laughs> I know you're involved with some sort of a ministry out here um, that helps out with folks that are not privileged, and I think your mom's involved in that. Yeah, my, my mom runs a ministry out here. We, I help out as much as I can. Our family helps out with a lot of homeless people downtown and things like that, so we're trying to get our team involved with it as well. Okay, is it? does it have a name? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> Jody, <laughs> Jody Ministries. I don't know. I mom's the, name. The Jody Bergy Ministries. <laughs> yes, I've just, I, I've seen some, folks, some pictures of, of you at um, some services, and I've and handing out, helping folks out, you know, with meals, and yeah. I always thought that was kind of cool. And that was before, before, yeah, before, I before did the job. you 
got offered the OU gig. Yep. So, and then, uh, I mean, you got offered the OU gig. You've had a connection with OU because there are some Valencia Flyers that play on the Oklahoma team. I believe we have four here right now. I sent them here. I had a, I knew Peter, the coach here before. We had a good relationship, so I sent a few players to him in the past. And they just happened to be here. And so kind of made an easier transition this season. It, well, that's what I was going to ask. How is it? Is it difficult? You, you coach those kids when they were in juniors, and now you're seeing them in college. Oh, yeah. Is it difficult to coach them again or to see if they've improved or if they've gotten worse? Or well, Every kid that I've sent here, they're all good character guys. There are four hardest workers on the team. They're all good guys. I think two of them are our captains right now. Okay. So it's been an easy transition. They, they made it a lot easier. Uh, Tyler Lazarick and Aaron Lara are two of the captains. Okay. But then we got Luke White, Ray Wilson. They're the same thing. They, they work hard every day. Luke White's kind of changed his mentality. He's lost like 35 pounds this season. Yeah. Really? So he's trying to get back, turn, be, become a hockey player again, I think. So wow. it's, been a, good. it's been a good thing to see. Yeah, Lazarick has been the uh, captain for the past couple of years, I think. Yeah, I believe he was captain last season, and then he yep. took, took a semester off. Yep, I took a semester off to focus on school last year. Now he's a he's an assistant captain this year. So. And Lara is. Uh, Lara's our kind of energy guy. He's energizer <laughs> bunny. <laughs> so he's a good kid. Works hard, like I said, but he's kind of a, a good locker room guy. Always he, keeps the guys upbeat. He's fun to pick on too. So. Yeah, Andrew has the blessing of working with him. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and with his, uh, I know with his significant other, because uh, she helps out. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, does a lot she's, of she's our heartbeat. She's our MVP. She does everything for us. You know, I, I, I you, when you guys had your military weekend and you wore those uh, funky jerseys, oh, yeah. I saw number thirty nine out there on the ice, and it said Vartanian on it. <laughs> yeah. So I thought, Who's this new Vartanian kid? That's Laura's number. <laughs> uh, it's just a little, a little prank we, well, me and Andrew thought of. I think a little, little inside <laughs> joke. He didn't know that we. <laughs> He had his girlfriend the jersey made. He didn't realize the, he was wearing that jersey until after warm-ups. <laughs> he, he, he was a little heated when he came in the locker room, but yeah, we all got a pretty good laugh out of it. So you get the phone call over the summer to come and, you know, would you be interested in taking the reins here at Oklahoma? Was there any hesitation? Were there any, I mean, you didn't just say yes. Uh, let's just, Larry Donovan had a big influence on it. I've known Larry since I was... Pretty much born. I mean, his son Matt Donovan and myself, we grew up together. So when he came knocking, I couldn't really, I can't really tell no to Larry. Say oh, no to Larry. <laughs> so it was Larry that came. It wasn't the kids. And it was Larry. It okay. was like I guess both. It was a little bit of good mixture there. And then Austin called the assistant coach before, and it, it just seemed like it would work out. All right. We got a lot of help this season, so I'm not doing all too much. I'm just kind of focusing on hockey. So well, and they're doing a pretty good job because you've taken this crew that. This is the same. You get a late start recruiting. I didn't get a recruit. <laughs> well, there you go. You didn't get a chance to recruit. Um, so you're basically taking a team that last year didn't go to nationals, and the year before just got embarrassed at nationals, thirteen or fourteen to one. Yeah. And what? You're now fifteenth in the nation, and yeah. you're playing some respectable hockey. Uh, it's, I mean, it's the guys. They kind of. I think the they kind of changed the locker from last year to this year. They're these. We have twenty five guys that are committed. They show up at like. I think, we show up at 7 a.m. every morning for practice, and I mean we have a committed group this year. They they want to work hard every day. They want to get better. They're hungry. They've been been together for a few years now, so I think they want to have a good shot at nationals here, get it, get into the tournament, and then try to make a run. 
So we'll see. I think we have the, the makeup of it right now. We've got to add a few more players here at semester break, and I think we'll be able to make a run the second half. Very nice. Very nice. I give Andrew a hard time because he likes to... He's, a, it, he's our biggest fan. <laughs> Especially on the podcast. He, he shakes his pom-poms all the time. Yep. He touts Oklahoma. And but. I, I try to tell him, I'm like, this is, you know... This is the same team as last year, and that was my, my, my inkling at the, at the beginning of the semester, but after seeing your team a few times now, more than a few times, the one thing that stands out to me is how hard they work. They don't give up. When you're playing them, this is not enough. There's, there's not a superstar, high-caliber Mario Lemieux talent-level person in that room, but there's 21 guys every night that work hard. we got to do it by committee. I think our leading scorer has... 12 points right now. We have a good mix. We have like a few guys at 12, a few guys at 11. So we're a team that scores by committee. We're having trouble scoring. A lot. Of, we have a lot of one-goal games, but we've been doing pretty well on them so far. You get a lot of overtime and shootout games a lot too. Of, a lot of overtime and shootout games. Like our like we're six and one around there, seven and one yeah. in overtime games. Yeah, you lost. I think I think you lost the first weekend in Alabama. You lost one in overtime, <coughs> and then I think since then. They're undefeated, if I'm not mistaken, in shootout or overtime games. Wow. So I'd like so. to get to the point where we where we don't go to overtime, but if we can keep winning, I'm happy with it. Yeah. Well, hey, you're in a good spot. You're in 15th spot right now. You're in uh, contention for nationals. Keep winning, and you've got a, a nice schedule ahead of you because you have to. I think you've got to go to Arizona, the Arizonas, the Missouri. Yep, and you got to go to the Ozarks, and you have Lindenwood coming in again, no, or no, 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 you've already no, done them. We're done with Lindenwood. You've got Utah and Missouri State. Missouri State. Yeah. an extra, it's an extra pair of games. So you've got some, you got some opportunity with Arizona. You're playing them once, right? Once. Arizona and then you State do twice. ASU twice. Yep. We got Missouri State four more times. They're a quality team. I think they're. I, I believe they're a top ten team this year. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a good test. We got UCO of course twice. That's always fun. Oh yeah. But we only have one more home game second half here, so we'll see how that goes. A lot of road, lot of road warriors stuff. You need to fire that commissioner. He's pretty. Yeah. That scheduler is he's yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, we didn't want to bring that up. But. We're, we've been discussing that before. That's about time we make a change. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm going to get the hashtag started today on Twitter and all that that says, not my commissioner, <laughs> and, and really rally for a new commissioner around this place. Yeah, you know, get that, a, that might take, that might. Get a, get a guy in here that can uh, get some stuff done and, you know, just one of those things. That might take hold. You <laughs> give, give that oral, see how that works for you. The, the, the Arizona thing, I think, um, I mean, the whole schedule got, got mixed, messed up. <laughs> Because we originally didn't have Oklahoma playing uh, all their games on the road here in the spring semester, we had some uh, had an ice issue yeah. where we had to flip around some games at Arizona. Yeah. So it'll be a good Th- test. Yeah, thanks Arizona. We we appreciate that. Now, well, you've been around. You've seen everybody now in the in the conference at least once. Yes. You've played the Arkansas, Missouri States. You've done the Colorados twice now. Yep. You've um, and you've played Central and the Arizona teams. What's your general impression of the of the conference? Not the ACHA. We'll get to that in a second. But what's the general impression of the WCHL? It's a very deep conference. I think any, any team can win on any night. Uh, the top teams like UCO, UCO, Missouri State, Arizona's—they're high-quality teams. We're trying to keep up with them right now. 
I think second half will show them what we're really like, get a little more skill in there. But I, I've been very impressed with the league overall. Yeah. Is it, how does it compare to – I know it doesn't compare to the USHL because those kids are, for the most part, going on to play NCAA Division One hockey yeah. or they're going to play in the NHL. Uh, professional hockey, but how does it compare to your experience in with the Western States League, not there in Valencia? Well, a lot of our the top end guys from the Western States are playing the ACHA right now. They're either playing ACHA or D three. Uh, so I think, I mean, it's obviously a higher competition here in this league than the Western States. We're going from juniors to college, but there's a good good mix here. Uh, I think overall ACHA is very comparable to the Division three college. I mean, I think this is a a higher end, you can get some higher end players, you can get the USHL guys, guys like that, but uh, if you want to play on this, you got to be fast, you got to be moving, so I think it's a very good, very good league right now. So tell, tell me um, uh, your expectations, you're, you're number 15 now going into the season, and we're going into the second half of the season, um, Nationals are in Frisco. Yeah. Where where does Josh Berge want to see his Oklahoma team when it's when the season is all said and done? Well, first and before, before going to Frisco, I'm sorry. Yes, first and foremost, we want to make the national tournament. That's our number one goal right now. Then I think, I mean, we want to end up the second half in the top ten if possible. I mean, that's where we want to be. Uh, like I said, our schedule sets us up for it. If we do our, do our job, especially that first weekend against Arizona, Arizona State, I think we have a very good chance to make a run here, get, get in that top ten. But like I said, we want to make the tournament, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'd, it'd be nice to see Oklahoma make the tournament Would just be. because it is in Frisco and it's so close to home. And I think, and I may, and you can correct me on this, but I think second semester may be a little tougher just because the teams of Oklahoma in the years past, and Chris can attest to this, teams coming in here, going on the road, Oklahoma hasn't been real tough and kind of been an easy game to play. And you may have jumped out and surprised some teams first semester rolling in and seeing that it's kind of the same team that they're from last year, and then you come in and it's a dogfight for 60 minutes. And so, you know, now teams are prepared. They've seen you. So how do you, like, how do you prepare for that going in, playing the same teams over in the second semester now? I think it's Keeping the same style. I mean, we're not a pretty team, like I said. We, we, we try to outwork every team we play. If we do that, then we always have a chance to win. Uh, I mean, we're, we're an ugly hockey team right now. I mean, we don't have much, like we said, we don't have much skill up front, but we work. We work, work, work. So that's all we have to do. Second half, we do our job. We're outwork teams. Like I said, we're adding a little bit of skill coming second semester, so that should help out up front. And then hopefully we can score a few more goals. Very, very nice. What about... Um when you're not here at the rink, what is it that Josh Berge likes? And, and I, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to – I know you like to golf. I'm a, I'm a golfer. I golf quite a bit. golf about four times a week. I was walking behind the bench at one of your games, and below, that, <laughs> below your walkout line was – you were orange. You were nice and tan. And then – but up top it was like pale white, and I thought – Boy, the lights are hitting him wrong. Just, <laughs> I was walking by the bench, and then I, I took a step back, and I said, oh, wait, no, he's been golfing. That's what it is. I recently just started golfing with my hat off. Uh, it's a tan line. But trying, to, trying to even it out? Even it out. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know, I am, I'm pretty bald. 
So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to have any success with this Tinder thing, I mean, we're going to have to have a one, <laughs> one-toned head. We can't have a two-toned head if we're going to have any success with Tinder here. So, I mean. I don't do that there. So, <laughs> so you, you help out your father, too? I help him out. He owns a business here in Oklahoma City. I help him out as much as I can. Try to stay away from him as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, t- talk about that. Your dad used to be the coach here at the University of Oklahoma. He was here for a few years. I used to practice with the team before I used to go to junior. So before our season started, I'd practice with you guys, or with you. And uh, yeah, I think he coached here for a couple, how many years was that? Well, he was an assistant for a long time, and then he was the head coach for a season. For one season? Wasn't yeah, that? for one season. That was, that was, I would tell him that was my favorite season. Yeah, that was Probably an interesting season. Was, <laughs> there were some, was, char- there some characters fun. on that bus. <laughs> there were some characters on that sure. bus. We, um, but does your does your father? Does he, he offer some? Uh, he's assistance? still helping out. He's here every morning with the team, working out, working out, or he's on the ice. Uh, he tries to chirp in every once in a while. Try to try to watch what he says. He likes to ramble on a little bit. So <laughs> kind of put him in timeout a couple times this season. <laughs> How, I mean, is does that dynamic? Does that make it more difficult sometimes? Nah, I, I, he's he knows what he's talking about. He's been around the game for 50, 50 60 years now, <laughs> so he he knows what he's talking about. When he speaks up, the guys listen. So it's another voice in the locker room that people respect. Yeah, he played at a high level. Played at University of North Dakota. Drafted by the Flyers. Yeah. Played some senior hockey. He's played everywhere. He's done a little bit of everything. I know he played some minor pro hockey here with the Blazers. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Coach there. And he's just naturally funny, too. I mean, he just doesn't even he's try. He's a funny-looking guy. He's just, he's just <laughs> funny, yeah. He, that's his son that says <laughs> yeah, that's a funny-looking guy. Yeah, he's yeah. a beauty. Well, that's why I say it was my favorite year, because uh, he made it fun. It's a game. Yeah. And he always reminded kids that we're here to play, we're here to take care of business, but at the end of the day, it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Okay? Like if the kids work hard... More reward and we'll have fun on the ice as well. But it's supposed to be a we kind of have a loose locker room here. Uh, I think it, the guys guys have fun. They always listen to music, messing around. Andrew kind of leads to all the silly stuff. Yeah, he's the yeah, he's kind of the locker room clown. You gotta you gotta have fun while you're here. And I've never shied away from the practical jokes, so you know I jump in whenever I can. One of, one of the things I've noticed, Josh, is when you're on the bench coaching. You always start off, you got a tie, your nice suit, first intermission, usually the tie comes off, second intermission, usually leave the suit jacket behind. I've gained a little weight the past year, so my neck's getting thicker, and none of my dress shirts fit. No, I'm I'm very superstitious, so if we're not playing well, I take off my my tie and go with someone different. Okay. I might have my shirt off one game. We'll see here. I, I, I didn't know if you come in here rip and tear, ah. or if uh, or if you're just you know you're trying to be like the Hulk and a little bit of everything. Mostly mostly the the weight gain. <laughs> What's the uh, you, you've been around the, the the league? You've you've played the Lindenwoods of the world now. <coughs> Very impressed with Lindenwood. Lindenwoods. Uh, I think they're the the number one team by far right now. Yeah. I think everybody has a little catching up to do. But they're, they're, any team is beatable, especially you know, come nationals on one game, one game series. Anybody's beatable, but they have a lot of skill. They're well coached. Uh, I was I was very impressed with them. They're a good little team. Yes, they are. They big kids that can fly. Yes, they can. They move the puck very well. And their uh, goaltender, he takes like eleven shots a game. Yeah, hey, that's 
It's insane. That's how you win games. Yeah, they're, but, they're a puck possession team. So, yeah, Coach Zombo's uh, he's done a heck of a job up there. What's uh, you've you've been well? You haven't been uh, the Ozarks yet. You haven't been to Arizona. You've been up to Colorado. Been up to Colorado. That was that was a that was a fun trip. I mean, it's beautiful up there. Colorado has a nice campus, beautiful rink. I mean, it's uh, same with Colorado State. Colorado State, they're both good teams this year. I've been actually pretty surprised with Colorado State. Defensively, they're one of the best teams. They block more shots than anybody I've seen. So. Yeah. And Ballard always has a good team. I think they'll be the surprise team second half. I think they have a lot of skill. They're a lot better than their record showing. You know, they. Uh, I, I know that after they played up in Edmond against UCO, when UCO beat them uh, twice on that trip, yeah. I, I, Ballard said that he and McAllister talked there at Center Ice, and McAllister was like, You've got such a good team, such a talented team. You know what's going on? I think they're just. I think they're just young. I think they have a ton of freshmen. Like I said, they're going to get better every weekend. Like second half, they'll be one of the top teams. Yeah, they've got a ton of talent. They do. I mean, when we played them, we played them three times. I think the two games in Colorado went to overtime. Like, I think they played uh, three games. I think they've outplayed us in the three games, but we just came out on top somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think we have a little more experience. So I think Ballard's probably listening to this. Yeah. yeah. Gritting his teeth, popping a good old Ballard, popping a popping a few uh, uh, curse words at, at me here for bringing that up. Thanks for reminding me, Gary. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I also know that you're. I hear secondhand <laughs> that you listen to the podcast every now and then. Sometimes, well, sometimes, but I think we need to get a new host, a new commissioner, <laughs> <laughs> a new host, and a new commissioner. All right. No, I listen to. I enjoy it. I mean, it's it's fun to listen to you guys, Andrew. Thinks he's funny, but he's actually not. But it's uh-huh. <laughs> it just proves uh-huh. we don't really know what we're talking <laughs> yeah, about. That's all we're doing. It's all right. That's I think it's good. I think it's good for the league. I think it's. I think you guys have more than eleven listeners, though, because I know half my team listens to it. Oh no! So you better watch what <laughs> oh, you say. Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Andrew, get your pom poms out. Yeah. Make them happy. Yeah. But no, I think the I think the podcast adds some legitimacy to the league. You know, if we got a new people doing it. Yeah. <laughs> it's you know he. he Perry here, he finally smartened up this year and brought some talent in <laughs> for his for a sidekick here. So, you know, I mean, he finally made a smart move there. Previous editions just weren't cutting the mustard? Yeah, you know, nothing against them. They were good. But, you know, he, he, he got some talent in here and some insider information and all that. So, had some legitimacy to this thing. And, yeah, just <laughs> like a, I said, it makes it fun. It's a good thing this is a podcast and not on video because... <laughs> you know, somebody, somebody suggested that and I'm like, why would you want to look at us? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my wife says that YouTube Ding Dong should get on YouTube and start a YouTube channel. Because <laughs> my daughter's watching these people that have millions of viewers on their podcast channels. And I'm like, well, have you seen the two of us? Like, I'm pretty sure nobody wants to watch us yeah. <laughs> while we record yeah. a podcast. But That'd be awful. She swears by it. All right, we're doing this podcast in your office, Josh, and I'm looking at these military weekend jerseys, which are pretty, pretty nice. They're, they're, but they're kind of they, busy. They got a lot, of, lot going on. There's a lot. It's going our on. first year doing this. We'll uh, obviously make some adjustments. <laughs> well, do you have? I you realize you only really have two home games the rest of the way. You have Northern Colorado coming in, and you have a, a, a Central Oklahoma game coming in. Are Are there any plans for any more? Uh, these are These are done for the season. They're <laughs> done. We're no been, more fancy jerseys. No more fancy jerseys. No more Valentine's jerseys no. or Veterans Day. We might, or, get, we might get one with Chris Perry's face on it, but yeah. we'll see. Ooh, <laughs> there we go. That'd be Ice Cream Day jersey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be kind of scary. No way. 
we were talking, we just use it for a tackling dummy too. So you know, could, <laughs> we could use it for whatever. Get me out there in skates and just <laughs> hit me. There you go. Yeah, that that'd work out. All right. Well, no. I understand you might have some questions for us. No. Oh, I think I'm good. You good? You <laughs> don't want to, you don't want to light Andrew up? No, not not today. That's. I mean, you've you've already said we need a terrible a, a new host. The current host is terrible, and the yeah. commissioner is terrible. Nah, you guys do a good job. I'm just giving you a hard time. Yeah, it's all right. We're, we don't listen to what you're saying. It's on podcast. Just like everybody listens we've to the podcast. We've got the edit button, so you can say whatever you want about us. <laughs> They're the best. All right, well, very good. Well, Josh, appreciate you taking the time. Appreciate you uh, um, extorting me for some uh, Jimmy John's uh, in, in exchange for doing this. If, if only all the guests were so easy. <laughs> well, I'm the only one that lives in Oklahoma. So now the only question, really, that I have left for, for the uh, podcast here is... You know, we still haven't found the Christmas decorations out of Perry's front yard. <laughs> and we and we questioned Ballard about it, and if Ballard's listening, I hope you gave us correct and straight answers when you said you had no part of the Christmas decorations coming up missing. They kind they did disappear when Ballard was here though, don't they? He was he Ballard was close to being in town at the time that the uh, Christmas decorations disappeared. I don't know. But since we're sitting here and we have Josh in the corner right now, <laughs> under what, oath. Under oath. What does Josh know about the disappearance of the Christmas decorations, and where way. were you on the evening that they disappeared? Well, let's just put it this way: I have some new decorations in my front yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have to admit, I had been cruising some of the neighborhoods, uh, looking for you know Santa in my snowman. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they'll pop up after uh, the football season's over. So. Yeah, Josh was pretty quiet on this. We may have to interrogate him some more. But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think he had anything to do with that. But uh, appreciate it, Josh. Best of luck the rest of the semester. I appreciate and, uh, it. And thanks for uh, humoring us today and for putting up with your uh, terrible commissioner throughout the, uh, the all, most of the season. No, I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. All right, take care, guys. Hey, and uh, this is probably going to be the last WCHL podcast before the Christmas holiday. <coughs> So, uh, Andrew, do you have any special special message nice. for all the young kids and uh, boys and girls out there? I'm just going to say Merry Christmas, and if we don't talk to you, Happy New Year, and we'll see you in 2019. That works for me. <laughs> <laughs>